Everybody, how you doing out there? Wayne Shingola with you, host of Sportspeak, your weekly podcast of all things sports. A little Eric Burden and the animals. Starting out with a little house of the rising sun, a, a song that every garage band of kids in the garage did uh, back in the day. In the uh, 60s, maybe uh, early 70s. So there you have it, Sports Speak, weekly podcast uh, coming uh, to you from my sumptuous apartment in Hamilton, New Jersey, on the eighth floor of the old folks' home. Uh, it is August 14th, uh, pre-recording this uh, podcast, August 14th. At 6 o'clock, it's produced by WTSR, 91.3 FM. Open your mind, that's their slogan. And WTSR.org on the web. The lovely Nina gets this podcast up. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. I upload it on Facebook and uh, Twitter. Of course, my name is Wayne Shingola. Just, you know, friend me. You get on my Facebook, you get my, uh, my podcast. Of course, uh, WTSR uh, in Ewing, the College of New Jersey, uh, the, the radio station at the College of New Jersey right now, of course, they are not broadcasting live. A couple of disc jockeys are broadcasting from their house. They're simulcasting live, but DJs are not allowed in the building. Nobody's allowed in the building. They were going to open it up to students. They are not going to do that now. So we won't be in the radio station for the foreseeable future. I do a show there called Sports Countdown. Uh, that's every Friday at 6 o'clock, 6 to 7 o'clock in the evening. And uh, I haven't done that show since uh, March. And what I'm doing is this podcast. And I do it at about the same time my show is. I do it every Friday around 6 p.m. So that's all the info. I, I, believe, I believe I've given you all the info I can give you. So, uh, so let's start it off right now with... Uh, we got one RIP. I don't know if anybody has heard of this guy except me. And I vaguely remember him. Howard Mudd. Howard Mudd, he was an uh, offensive lineman in the 60s for the uh, San Francisco 49ers. He was an all-pro. He was voted uh, one of the greatest players of the decade of the 60s at his position. Uh, he's really not, and I, re I remember Howard Mudd, I do, I do. I, I, you know, I used to get the, you know, the NFL playing cards when I was a kid. And I think I remember Howard Mudd. He also was a coach, a famous offensive lineman coach, line coach for the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts during the 2000s with uh, Peyton Manning, with that group. Uh, died of a motorcycle accident, 78 years old. So uh, I guess Howard died doing... What he loved, Howard, uh, Howard Mudd, R.I.P., 78 years old. 
Uh, congratulations column to Colin Morikawa, 23 years old. He is the PGA champion. He's from Cal Berkeley, I believe. He just, you know, graduated last year. 23 years old, on the tour a year and a half, a year. He's won a major. Colin Morikawa. And uh, the PGA championship was played in San Francisco. A lot of jackets. It's like playing in England. It's like playing in Scotland right now. <laughs> it, it, in, in the summertime in Frisco, it's winter. Weird place. Never been there. Would like to go there. You know, the hills, the scenery, you know, the whole thing. It was, it was on Lake, on the shores of Lake Merced was uh, this golf course, which the name of the golf course uh, escapes me. As far as my golf game, I thought I had it going last week. I went out, I went out yesterday and I stunk up the place. I played 18 holes. I've only been playing nine holes lately. I played 18 yesterday and on the back nine, I was dragging. I was, the two guys that I was playing with, I thought they were playing, you know, real great. And I was only a stroke behind them on the front nine, but the back nine, I was a disaster. So back to the drawing board. Uh, monologue. I, I want to revisit. Uh, I didn't talk about it last week. Uh, it slipped my mind because to tell you the truth, I have moved on from this person. And that person is Joanna Cespedes. Uh, he, you know, look, thank you, Joannis, for 2015. Thank you for 2016. Thank you for the two home runs you hit this year and good riddance because we are tired of your act. As Met fans, I'm a Met fan. I am like tired. I'm so glad you opted out. Of course, the way he did it, he didn't say anything until the middle of the game. He didn't show up at game time. He didn't call, he didn't text. That's Yoenis Cespedes. Just cares about himself. He is a diva. Again, thanks for the memories and Good riddance. Uh, and look, no, no offense at opting out. It, it's the way he did it. Any player has the right to opt out. We all know that. It's the way Yoannis goes about things. With the ranch, with the wild boar. I mean, it was just a circus with Yoannis Cespedes. Uh, some bad news I just got. Before I get to that, uh, Jeff McNeil crashes into the wall yesterday has to be carted off the field. I did not see it because it was an afternoon game. Of course, I saw replays, but I didn't see him getting carted off the field or crashing into the wall live because I was golfing. It was an afternoon game. Uh, uh, it looked bad. Uh, it was his left knee. Uh, they did x-rays and MRIs, negative. He has a bruise, which it, he's day to day, but a bruise can last. A bruise can last. So, we'll have to see how uh, Jeff McNeil comes along. And here's the news I just got. I woke up from my nap. I go to my phone. I get CBS Sports updates on my teams. I see something about Jake at the ground. Cannot make his start tonight. Neck tightness. So, I thought maybe he slept wrong. No. He started noticing the pain after his last start against, uh, was it Atlanta? 
I can't remember, his last start. So this pain's been lingering. He can't throw off the mound. This, this doesn't sound, it just doesn't sound good. So he's gonna, he's gonna miss his start tonight. He's not gonna start until his next scheduled start, which would be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So he'll throw off the mound Sunday or he'll do a bullpen Sunday, do his throwing regimen and, and see how he is. But I was looking for, I mean, I, I look forward to every DeGrom start. And now, neck tightness, he is not starting tonight against the Phillies. And I'm a little disappointed. Instead, we have the great Walker Lockett. And, and thank God for the Mets. They lost two in a row. They got a four-game series against the Nationals at, at City Field. They lose the first two. They get, they get blown out the first game. I think it was 14-1 to one or whatever it was. 14 to six, I, I, whatever. The second game, a squeaker against Max Scherzer, two to one. Uh, you know, good pitching by the Mets, by, by uh, uh, Porcello, who's pitching well. He's pitching well. And uh, which, which, which does, uh, no, I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a minute. But I'm talking about the Mets, so I might as well get to it now. Marcus Stroman opts out. And here's why I'm a little ticked off. He talked about how he's going to be great, how he's going to do this, how he's going to do that, how he's going to overpower people, and now he, and now he opts out. I mean, it's just, he, he did all this talking about how, how he was going to get better than last year, and uh, I don't know. Then he, then, he, uh, then, he, then he opts out, and I know he has the right to opt out. I know that. It's just all the talk. So the Mets right now, no DeGrom for at least a start, no Stroman, Waka's on the IL. Right now they got Mats, Peterson, and Porcello. That's the three starters because Peterson's a starter. These look great. So that's, that's the Stroman thing irked me because we really need him. But look, you can opt out. Don't get me wrong. You want to opt out? He, you know, he cited the the, uh, the Marlins. He cited the Cardinals. He cited the spike in the country. And there is a spike in the country. You can't. And, and we had the Marlins, 17 players. And the Cardinals, I don't know, 10, 11, 13 players. So he opts out. That's fine. It's just we all thought that he was for playing baseball. So he had second thoughts, and that's fine, too. Uh, so right now, that's the rotation. Yeah, uh, Peterson, Porcello, and Mats. And Mats. Matt, you, you know, I don't think the Mets are going anywhere without. And, and thank, the Mets won the, la the last two games in Washington. Their bats came alive. Looks like uh, Thomas Nito hit two home runs. Thomas effing Nito drove in six runs. He hit a hit a. a I think a two-run homer and a grand slam. Oh, my God. Thomas freaking Nito. You believe it? In, in yesterday's game, a two win by the Mets. And the day before, they, they, they romped Washington. So their bats are coming around. Looks like uh, Alonzo had a home run and went three for five in one game, two for four in another game, two for five in another game. Looks like he's coming along. He's hitting bullets. So... You know, it's just the injuries. 
There's nothing you can do about it, and there's been a rash of injuries. Why? Because they, to, to me and to a lot of experts, because they had to ramp up so quick. A three-week spring training when their spring training is usually six weeks. They cut it in half and made it three weeks so they could start the season and get in uh, 60 games. So that basically is the state of the Mets. Uh, they start a three-game series with the Phillies tonight, and the Phillies stink. Phillies are they stink. They're awful. They blew a game at Baltimore. Uh, their bullpen has got their bullpen has ERA over ten. Over ten. By the way, the Mets bullpen is uh, is coming around. It's coming around. Diaz looks great. Uh, they got Brock's back and he's pitching pretty good. Uh, Jared Hughes is pitching great. Of course Lugo. You know, Lugo's their best reliever. But Edwin Diaz has looked very, very good. Robert Gazelman started a game. He didn't look too good. All this talk about one-finger uh, sinking fastball is sinking fastball. Uh, uh, it, you know, it's a lot, it sinks down now because he's only throwing it with one finger and he got lit up for three runs in the first inning, three-run home run. So we'll see how Gazelman plays. Now, what do I got here? I got baseball. I, the Astros A's brawl. Well, <laughs> you can't have, first of all, you can't have brawls in the, you know, the, the COVID era. You just, you can't do it. But anyway, a hitting coach on the, uh, on the Astros, Alex Cintron, Cintron, whatever, uh, taunted uh, Ramon Loreno, Loreno or Loreno, uh, the A center fielder. He, he, you know, he was like, come on, come on, come on. And finally, Loreno, what, what was he going to do? What was he going to do? The guy's going like standing up. He's standing up outside the dugout saying, come on, come on. You want some? Finally, Loreno said, yeah, I'll give you some. And he started running toward him. But then, you know, the players cut him off. All the players came out. Anyway, upshot of that. And, of course, the, the Astros are involved. Now the Astros are thrown at people because the Astros are getting thrown at. So Alex Cintron, or Cintron got 20 games. 20 games. Uh, Loreno got six games, which, okay. And good. Give Cintron 20 games, a jerk. That's one-third of the season, so that's like 54, 54 games if it was a 162. What a jerk. You're, you know, you're a hitting coach. Just, just sit in the dugout. You just please. These coaches. You're a coach now. You're not a player. So that was the uh, Astros, uh, A's, uh, Donnie Brook. Uh, the Yankees. Guess who's out? Guess what two players are out for the Yankees? If you guessed with no other names, if you guessed Giancarlo Stanton and Alex, and Alex, and uh, Aaron Judge, you win. Stanton's out three to four weeks with a hammy, of course, and the uh, Judge's out with a calf. They put him on the IL. So, <laughs> by the way, the Yankees are loaded. They'll be okay. I mean, will they miss Stanton and Judge? Especially Judge. He's been a 
He's been a one-man wrecking crew, but these guys can't stay on the field. They can't stay on the neither of them. Not only Stanton, who has a history, but neither of them can stay on the field. I mean, it's just, I don't know. Guess what? The, it, all right, I have another little thing here. The Phillies retired Dick Allen's number. Of course, great hitter. Uh, rookie of the year in 64. Uh, MVP with the White Sox in, I believe, 72. It was a great hitter. He hit these, he hit these, before Stanton, there was Dick Allen. That's the kind of home runs Dick Allen hit. You know, 450-foot line drive home runs. His bat was, was humongous. Uh, I mean the physical bat that he, that he brought to the plate. <laughs> he had this big bat. Talk about a big bat. He had a big bat. So the Phillies are going to retire Dick Allen's uh, number 15 number. And in, a, in, I believe, a cheesy move, they're going to do it this year, September 3rd, with no freaking fans. Now, Dick Allen was difficult. You know, he was a, he was a, you know, marched to the beat of his own drummer. But he should get more. He played, I believe, 10, 11 years with the Phillies. He should get more than a retiring a ceremony, retiring his, retiring his number with no fans. How can you, if you're the Phillies, how can you do that? They remember Dick Allen. They remember his home runs. I mean, the guy was, you know, you, you wanted to watch a Dick Allen at bat to see what he was going to do. That's the kind of power hitter he was. Phillies had a, a policy not retiring numbers of non-Hall of Famers, which uh, Dick Allen is not Hall of Famer, but he missed it by one vote, the, not the seniors or whatever they call it now. Uh, you know, the, not the regular vote with the baseball writers. He missed it by one vote. Uh, the players they got in, Dick Allen should be into. 350-some home runs, 1,100-some uh, RBIs. Like I said, an MVP, Rookie of the Year. Uh, but to retire his number this year with no fans, that's just, what is that? What, what, what kind of, that's ridiculous. So I guess they, maybe they still harbor resentment against Dick Allen. Uh, so. Uh, the NBA is still playing uh, whatever games. They, they haven't whittled it down to 16 teams yet. Uh, let me just, what am I doing here? Let me just check something. I want to check the NBA. And I believe hockey is playing seeded games now. They got down to 16. And uh, let me get the NBA here. And okay. So right now, uh, Indiana's leading Miami 185. Toronto beat Denver 117-109. Later on, OKC's at the Clippers and uh, Phillies. Well, they're not at the Clippers, you know. They're OKC then, and the Clippers and Philly and Houston play. And they're not seeded off yet. So, 
I don't know when they're going to be seeded off. Tomorrow there's only one game. Sunday there's only one game. So I guess they're almost done with that. Uh, yeah, they're almost done. They start playing seeds on Monday. On Monday, the 3-6 in the West is Utah-Denver. The 2-7 in the West is Dallas Clippers. The 2-7 matchup in the East is Brooklyn-Toronto. And the and here's a good matchup. The 6-30 matchup in the East of 3-6 Philly-Boston. So, so they start uh, Monday with the seeds. Now I want to go to the NHL now. We have seeded playoffs. They have started. And let me bring them up. NHL. Bingo, bango. Uh, today... Three, well, yeah, three eleven, because they reseeded. By the way, Montreal beat Pittsburgh, and then Pittsburgh fired like two or three coaches. <laughs> Montreal's a twelve seed, and by the way, Montreal today beat the Flyers, who were the four seed, five nothing. So Montreal's on a roll here. Uh, the uh, three eleven game in the West, uh, Arizona and Colorado, Arizona eleven, uh, three two, Colorado. Uh, later on at 6.30, which is uh, in a couple minutes, uh, Vancouver plays St. Louis. That's the 9-1 game. St. Louis the 1, of course. Uh, the 9-2 Islanders at uh, Islanders Washington, I, I want to say at. It's not at. Uh, the East team's playing uh, Toronto. The West team's playing Edmonton. And in the West, it's uh, the 5-6 matchup Dallas-Calgary. With the, that series tied 1-1, the Arizona-Colorado leads 1-zip. Uh, Montreal-Philly series is tied 1-1. The Islanders are up on Washington 1-0. And uh, Vancouver is up on St. Louis 1-0. It, it's not unusual for lower seeds to beat higher seeds in the NHL because we all know about the goalie. If your goalie starts standing on his head, then a 16 seed has a, has a shot. That's the way it is in hockey. It's the way it's always been. I have no news uh, in the NFL. I can't remember anything that happened in the NFL. I probably forgot something that happened in the, <laughs> in the NFL, but I have no news. Now golf. So we had the PGA first, which you have the last year they went to having the PGA, I believe it was last year, 2019, in May. They used to, PGA used to be the last major of the year, which would be held in August. So the next, usually the second uh, major, and I believe they'll, they'll be, and they won't be in order because the Masters is first. The Masters will be last. The next major, I believe, is the U.S. Open, which usually is held Father's Day weekend, third week in June. Uh, the major after that will be the Open, you know, uh, Britain, Ireland, Scotland, wherever they have it. 
And the last major will be the Masters, which will be in November. So if I was guessing, I would say the U.S. Open in September, the Masters in, uh, no, not the Masters, the U.S. Open in September, the Open in October, and the Masters in November. I'll, 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 next week I'll have the exact information for you, but I'm sure you can Google it. <laughs> so that's golf, and uh, as I said, I got to go back to the drawing board. Uh, by the way, I think I shot a 103, and it was higher than that. I mean, I was just—I hit tree, I hit, I hit, I hit trees twice. My driver, I have no idea. All right, nobody cares about that. In other news, college football, the Big Ten postponed the fall season. The Pac-12 followed suit. They postponed the fall season. The SEC, the Big 12, these are the power conferences. Of course, we have five. The other three, SEC, Big 12, and ACC, say they're going to go on with the fall schedule. The question is, why? Why? There'll be no, I mean, you might have some made-up bowl games, but you can't have the uh, college championship without the Big 12 and the Pac-12, the Big 10 and the Pac-12. You can't have it. What's the sense in playing when the Big 10 and the Pac-12 aren't going to play? And really, what's the sense in playing when you're going to have 90 to 100 players? You don't have the money that the major sports do. At least I don't think you do. I know college football is a... Well, I guess it's a million, maybe it's a billion dollar industry. It's a million dollar industry. But you're not going to have fans, so you're not going to have that money. What? What? Why? Coronavirus is spiking. It's been proven that young people get it. I don't see how you're going to keep track and travel, because they're going to travel. I know they're only going to play each other in the conferences, but they'll be travel. If you cart, if you if you cart around the normal ninety to one hundred players, how is it? How are you going to do that? They say they can do it safely. I, baseball with only twenty five players can't keep players from testing positive. How are they going to do it with ninety to one hundred players? Huh? Can you tell me? I think the answer is they can't do it. Here's my opinion for what it's worth about the coronavirus. Things are not going to be returned to normal or maybe semi-normal because maybe it'll never get back to what we had in 2019, ever. But it's, it's only going to be when we have a vaccine and it's ready to go. That's the only way. By the way, you hear about Russia and Putin saying they got a vaccine. They tested it on like 10, 10 people or 100. What? Jeez. Not worse than Trump, but close. Putin. They have a vaccine. And they tested it on a whole 100 people or maybe 10 people, maybe. Something like it. It was some ridiculous number. So getting back to college football. They have to scrap the fall season, period. 
And by the way, all, four, all fall sports are canceled. So one sport I think they could do is cross-country running. Why couldn't they do cross-country running? It's, uh, I believe the course is 3.1 miles. It's, you know, the, the, the runners aren't. The runners are spaced out, kind of. I, I don't understand why you couldn't do uh, cross-country. That's a fall sport, of course, cross-country. Pretty sure it's 3.1 miles for whatever reason. For whatever reason, I know that. I know these things about sports because I'm nuts. So, <laughs> so uh, that's my take on that, on the college football and the ACC and the, the SEC and the uh, uh, Big 12. So that's it. And uh, I've done, uh, what I've done? I've done almost 30 minutes. That's what my experts at the College of New Jersey say a podcast should be. Uh, we, got, we got some nice weather on the weekend. It's Sunday's gonna is a little iffy. But we got a nice stretch of weather coming out. Uh, summer's fading, but enjoy it. Enjoy it while it's here. Look, enjoy all the sports. Enjoy the baseball. If you're into the basketball, enjoy the basketball. Enjoy the hockey. All these sports, they're back. And, oh, by the way, the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, my God. The Mets have played 20 games. The freaking St. Louis Cardinals have played five games. They're not playing tonight. It's postponed again. They're playing a doubleheader tomorrow. They have had two back-to-back days where, they, where they, everybody tested negative. So the St. Louis Cardinals have good. And they're going to make up the games. So they're going to be uh, having doubleheaders, the Cardinals, uh, coming out of their you-know-what. <laughs> so enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the sports. Take care, people. And I'll see you uh, later.